From the art section of the New York Times, Charlie Kaufman discusses Anomalisa, his existential stop-motion movie, by Dave Itzkoff. By now, you expect a Charlie Kaufman movie to surprise you. The surprise is that he can still surprise you and surprise himself in doing so. Take, for example, Kaufman's new film, Anomalisa, the first in seven years from this idiosyncratic Academy Award-winning screenwriter of Being John Malkovich, Adaptation, and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Anomalisa, for which he wrote the screenplay and directed with Duke Johnson, is to open in limited release on December 30th, tells the story of a motivational speaker, played by David Thewlis, who finds himself eerily adrift at a Cincinnati hotel. Everyone he encounters seems to have the same face and speak with the same voice, that of Tom Noonan, except for a shy, soft-spoken customer service representative named Lisa, Jennifer Jason Lee, with whom he has a passionate affair. Part existential comedy and part bittersweet romance, Anomalisa is immediately identifiable as a Charlie Kaufman movie by its thematic exploration of the gulf between the world and how our minds process it, and the humor the film finds in feelings of frustration and quotidian angst. Yet, it is nothing like his previous efforts, because it is a feature-length work of stop-motion animation, and how it ended up that way is very much a mystery to its author. Looking at it in retrospect, Kaufman said, it seemed like it was meant to happen. But while you're going through it, it's like, this is never going to happen. This is never going to happen. This is never going to happen. What made Anomalisa what it is, he said, was a combination of happenstance and then figuring out what to do with it. Some of it definitely is accidental. Its genesis began in 2005, when Kaufman was asked by composer Carter Burwell to create a dramatic work for Theater of the New Ear, a performance series where actors read sound plays accompanied only by sound effects and an orchestra. Kaufman's original contribution, called Hope Leaves the Theater, featured three actors with two of them playing multiple roles. That got him thinking about a companion piece in which one actor would provide nearly all the voices that populated a character's world, a simulation of a real-life disorder called Frigoli Delusion, whose sufferers believe they are surrounded by people wearing disguises. This play, Anomalisa, which Kaufman first presented under the pseudonym Francis Frigoli, appealed immediately to Dino Stamatopoulos, a comedy writer and producer, community, Mr. Show with Bob and David, who was a longtime friend of Kaufman. Its downbeat, ambivalent mood was something that Stamatopoulos wanted to bring to a wider audience, and that seemed to say something essential about its creator, whom he first worked with on ABC's short-lived The Dana Carvey Show. Charlie is a very quiet, shy, slightly dour person, Stamatopoulos said. I'll call Charlie up and say, hey, how you doing? And he'll be like, eh, not so good. And I'll be like, oh, he's having a good day. It took several more years to persuade Kaufman to share the Anomalisa script with him, during which time Stamatopoulos helped found Starburns Industries, a studio that produces animated series like Moral Orel and Rick and Morty. By 2012, Stamatopoulos and Johnson were lobbying to make Anomalisa as a stop-motion feature. I love doing stop-motion for no reason except that it's stop-motion, Stamatopoulos said. My favorite thing is a puppet not moving, just sitting there and being depressed. Kaufman was unsure, but allowed them to go ahead with a fundraising drive on Kickstarter.
The crowdsourcing campaign asked for $200,000 and raised just over $400,000, a figure that Stamatopoulos estimates was spent entirely on pre-production for a movie that ultimately cost about $10 million. Among the challenges of making Anomalisa, its filmmakers explained, was building puppets that looked real but not too real, that could believably perform mundane actions like getting dressed and going to the bathroom, and that did not look like anything they had seen in other movies. We didn't want it to feel like something else, Johnson said. The painstaking frame-by-frame shoot took about two years, during which time the production often came close to running out of money, only to find new sources of funding as deadlines loomed. Johnson and Kaufman had to remain in constant communication. The directors estimate that no more than 15 to 20 animators worked on the film at a time, each of whom, at best, produced about two seconds of footage a day. Over the course of time, people come and go, Johnson explained.